Hello and welcome to the People's Pundit Podcast, where the truth hurts. I'm your host, Chris Papa, and I'm going to be giving you an insight into my thinking in terms of football. I am a mad Chelsea fan, but I definitely ain't deluded like many other football fans. Over time, we'll be joined by guest supporters of other clubs to discuss and debunk any delusions that they may have about their club. So please like and subscribe, but more importantly, please enjoy. Come on, Chelsea! Hey guys, it's me, the People's Pundit. I hope you've been well. Today, we're going to be doing a podcast about Frank Lampard's first season in charge of the Blues at the Bridge. Uh, just want to say, first of all, a massive thank you to him and to Jody Morris and the boys, simply because we've got Champions League football. I mean, let's be honest, no one expected us to get Champions League football this season, uh, apart from a few. I did hope we'd get Champions League football, but the reality was I looked at this season as a free hit, as did, I'm, I'm guessing, most Chelsea fans and all pundits alike. Even his own cousin, uh, Jamie Redknapp, turned around and said, if you think Chelsea are getting top four this season, you're deluded. So, delusion over. Chelsea did get top four. Thank you, Jamie Redknapp. Thank you, Frank Lampard. Right, so let's break it down slowly, slowly. We'll start off with the teams around us. You had Liverpool, who won the league. City come second. United came third. Chelsea fourth. And the rest are irrelevant, really. Liverpool won the league this year. Fair play to them. But for me, I'm going to straight away say Lampard had a better season as a manager. Simply because Klopp, he got two points more this season than last season. He lost more games this season. He was out of all the competitions quite early on, so he just had to focus on the league this year, whereas last year he had Champions League finals and he was you know, he was in other competitions as well. Um, with Klopp and Liverpool, I believe this season was one of those things where everything that could go their way went their way. So it was just one of those things that, congratulations, they won it. Well done to them. But with Lampard, what he had in front of him, the stumbling blocks, the hurdles that he had to overcome, it's, it was amazing that we got in the top four simply because you had teams like Tottenham, Arsenal, Wolves, Sheffield United around us. All right, the latter two, let's not really add them in. They don't exceptionally well. But then you've got Tottenham, Arsenal and Leicester, sorry, who have all strengthened in the summer and we weren't able to do that. We even lost 50% of our goal contribution, which was Hazard. I'm talking goals and assists. He contributed to over 50% of our goals. So when you lose that, then you get a new manager coming in in Frank Lampard, who's only had one year experience, none in the Premier League, and you've you've lost your best player, you can't sign anyone new, you 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 think, what's going to happen this season? And for me, Lampard came in, and instead of sticking to the norm and playing the likes of Pedro and the older players, he thought, no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring through the youngsters. Players like Mason Mount, players like Tamori, who he had at Derby with him, Abraham, he had Reese James coming through, Hudson Adoy, right, he was injured most of the season and he was slowly getting back into it towards the end. Loftus Cheeks just come back from injury as well. So he's already showed his willingness to play younger players and bring them through with him. I get it, we've just signed Werner, we've just signed Ziyech. We are, looks like we're close to getting Havertz and Ben Chilwell's having a medical as we speak. So... Again, they're all young players. It looks like Chelsea are trying to build a dynasty. It looks like Abramovich has decided he's going to put his money where his mouth is again and try and build a team that has a spine and a backbone like we did with the Drogba's, Lampard, Terry, Cole and Czech. Those players were there for like a good solid five, six years together. More really. But that alone 
can bring confidence with the rest of the players that do come in and do leave. You know, we had the, like players like Carvalho a decade ago came in for a couple of years, but when he did come in, he saw what was happening around him and he bought into that. So I think Lampard, as he was part of that, he know he knows that he needs to do that now. He wants to have a core of the team and he will be bringing in players. They might not stay for long, but as long as they come in and they they understand what's happening around them and they, they buy into it, then I think we've got a very, very exciting future. Don't forget Chelsea at youth level are probably one of the best in Europe. They you know they always do well. They always win the league. They always do well in European competitions at youth level. So we've always got the youth players to come through. Quick fact. Nine of the last 21 England internationals have come from the Chelsea Academy. So like I say, the Chelsea Academy are working wonders. Right, on to the youngsters. We had Tammy Abraham up front this season. Now, a lot of Chelsea fans probably won't want to hear the truth here, but the truth does hurt. What it is, he did do well. He was riding a wave at the beginning of the season, but his true, his true abilities came to, to light towards the end of the season where he was looking lazy. He was offside about five, six times a game. He was pr- pretty much living offside every time he played. He, was, he wasn't involved in the hold-up play that he was at the beginning of the season. He wasn't really involved in anything. It was like we were playing with 10 men when he played. You know, the stat was when he started a game after the restart, we lost. So, um, very well done to him for what he did achieve this season. But going forward, I don't think he will be our main striker. I think he has got a lot of developing to do. But he is going in the right direction. So, well done to Tammy. Mason Mount, unbelievable first season for me, for Chelsea. Unbelievable. Lampard knew what he was like and he, he trusted him. Even when he had a little bad patch of maybe five or six games, Lampard kept with him and he and he came through. Looking at, you know, we needed that win against Wolves in the last game of the season and his free kick set us on our way. So it was literally a breakthrough season. Like, all right, Mason Greenwood for United had one as well. I was going to say, like no other, but yeah, he was immense for me. And Tamori, you've got Fakara Tamori. Now, he did start the season for us and he was doing well. We had good performances, bad performances, as you do as a youngster. You know, you're not going to be consistent all the time. Uh, Lampard did seem to lose a bit of faith in him towards the end of the season. But all in all, you have to look at it as this. He had his England debut, much like Mason Mount and uh, Tammy Abraham. They all got, They all got something out of Frank Lampard this season, which... Was which is a bonus because this season it was like a a free hit. Anything could happen. So not not only did we manage to get top four in Champions League football, which Lampard himself has admitted as Chelsea is not good enough, but for this season it had to be. Uh, so next season, obviously, we do want to be competing for the title, and I do believe with the right signings we will be competing for the for the title. We only need a goalkeeper, left back, and a centre back. We get those three now, where it does look like we're going to get a left back in Ben Chilwell. Um, the club have apparently agreed 50 million. Leicester wanted 80, but we're not Man United. We're not going to give you 80 just because you asked for it. We wanted to pay 50. We're paying 50. So well done, Marina, and the board for that. We do need a goalkeeper. The rumours are they're looking... Well, we've got a couple players that we're looking at at the moment. I know Atletico have just signed a goalkeeper, so we've got to keep an eye on Black. But the reality is £108 million release clause is a little bit steep. But then we did pay 80-odd for... Kepa, so you never know. Uh, so yeah, like I say, if we do manage to get all of those positions sorted, we really, genuinely can definitely 
challenge for the title. And I do not think Liverpool will be challenging next year. I really don't. City will obviously be there and I'm worried about Man United. Arsenal could have a good season based on what I'm hearing with their signings. Apparently they're going to be getting Gabriel as well, who's a very good defender. Uh, Thomas Partey, although he didn't really have a great season at Madrid, at, uh, at Flayco Madrid, uh, he could be a good signing. So we will see. Obviously the, uh, the downfall for the season was losing the FA Cup final, but, you know, I'm sure everyone out there knows whose fault that was. Anthony Taylor was a referee that day who we all know hates Chelsea. He's made so many horrendous decisions against us. Sending off Kovacic in that final was the, one of the worst things I've seen in refereeing history, along with the Barcelona game many years ago when Drogba swore in the camera. Um, all right, let's not say that's the only reason, but that was a massive reason. Then obviously you're losing your captain 10, 15 minutes into the game. You're losing the best player on the pitch in Pulisic 10, 15, uh, five seconds into the second half, basically. So we've had to play a whole second half without our captain and our best player, let alone Kante, the best holding midfielder in the world, was not playing. Uh, you had Willian injured still. Good luck to him at Arsenal, by the way. Um, the retirement home always welcomes our ex-players. Uh, I hope you say hi to David Luiz there as well. But yeah, as I was saying, you know, we lost that game. All right, it wasn't, I won't say we lost the game fair and square because we didn't. Everyone who knows anything about football knows it wasn't fair and square, but it was one of those things where it happens. You have to accept it. All in all, though, I guarantee you, deep down Arsenal fans, they know that we had the better season based on what we were meant to achieve and what they were meant to achieve. They're always being told by Arsenal fans we had such an amazing summer because they paid £495 million for Pepe. Right, 76 million, but still, he might as well have paid that much because he's not been done anything whatsoever. Aaron Lennon, 2.0. But, you know, for me, we we have teams like Arsenal around us who they keep trying to put us in their levels. We are nowhere near their level. Tottenham, Arsenal, same level. We're, we're with the bigger boys, with the Uniteds, the Cities and Liverpool. And I personally think that will be the top four again this season. Uh, I'm going to say straight off the bat, Liverpool will not finish in the top three this season. That's my prediction. Spoiler alert. But yeah, so um, all in all, Frank Lampard, thank you very much for this season. Jody Morris, thank you very much this season. All the players, thank you very much this season. And I look forward to more podcasts and more victories next season. Thanks, guys. And that just about brings us to the end of another episode of the People's Pundit Podcast. If you've enjoyed yourself as much as I have, don't panic. Subscribe and you'll never have to miss another episode again. Like and share, or if you're feeling extra generous, leave me a five-star review. And if you have something to say, don't be shy. Just get in contact via Instagram or Facebook at The People's Pundit. And I look forward to putting you in your place. See you on the next one, guys. Come on the Chelsea.